1: Paperbird's wallpaper is easy to clean, safe, and non toxic, just like Sports Wednesday. So head to paperbirdhome.com to get yours today. And tell them BMOC sent you. Good times. 3, 2, 1, QBMOC. The Buckeyes have fallen. The Browns and Steelers are flailing. And the coach is nowhere to be found. What? It's not Monday. It's not Tuesday! It's Sports Wednesday. Oh, wow. Sports
0: Wednesday. Sports Wednesday. Oh
1: yeah. Sounding good, this is an unusual show. Welcome everyone to Sports Wednesday, Sports Talk for the Medium Fan. That means we often get the big stories right and the details wrong and our takes are often uh, off the mark. So if you like listening to that kind of show where they don't really know what they're talking about so you can feel superior to the hosts, this is the show for you.
0: It's the show for me, I'll tell you that.
1: (laughs) My name is Pete Brown, I'm the big man on campus driving the trains tonight. Uh, Joining me as always with the sick riffs... The maestro, musical director, Brian Hake. How are you, maestro?
0: I'm pretty good. You know, I'm getting my booster shot in the morning.
1: Oh, nice. Nice. Where are you going? CVS. Awesome. Awesome. So get your booster if you haven't gotten your booster. Not here tonight. Basketball legend Matt Longley. The streak is finally over. 173 consecutive episodes. Coach has been on. It is now over. How many? Uh, 173. Holy moly. I would. Uh, I'd have to go back and look and see what the next longest streak is. I'm sure it's it's either you or I, um, somewhere in there.
0: It's got to be you.
1: Could be. Could be. Uh, so coach is uh, traveling, so he's not on the show tonight. Uh, but he did. Uh, he did say he was. Uh, he was busy ordering his Sports Wednesday merch. Want to get that in <laughs> time for the holidays, for all your family, your friends, your grandmas, your grandpas, your aunts, your uncles, your cousins, your kids, your, your neighbors' kids. All they want is Sports Wednesday merch. So head to sportswednesday.com. Click on merch.
0: I had to. I had to throw out my hoodie. It was my favorite hoodie. I had to throw it out because I got weird. I don't even know what it was like. I was working in the yeah. yard. It was. I picked up a log, and there was like
1: potato nasty, bugs.
0: Nasty. It was like fungus or something, and it wouldn't come out. And I was like, I just had to part ways. But I put it on my Christmas list.
1: So I hope I it's get. It's gotta it. go. It's gotta go. Uh, by the way, what you what, what are you, are you drinking tonight, that? Maestro?
0: So, I am drinking. This is my first seasonal six-pack. It's Fireside Chat by uh, 21st Amendment. It's one of my favorite Christmas Ooh. sales. It's a little spicy. It's got a high ABV. It's going to get me where I need to I go. I like
1: a political beer. Fireside Chats, of course. Uh, Fireside Franklin chat. Delano Roosevelt, calming the country during the Depression, much like Sports Wednesday does now. PMOC <laughs> sticking yeah. with the traditional Pabst Blue Ribbon. I, uh, I'm going to be honest, I had quite a few before the show tonight, so... I feel a little stumbly. That's why, yeah. And uh, you seem you seem so. Pabst Blue Ribbon, official beer of Sports Wednesday. And by the way, follow us on the social media (coughs) at Sports Wednesday on Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram, or at Sport Wednesday on Twitter. I think that's enough housekeeping, Maestro. We got a lot to talk about. Let's get into it.
0: Hot takes, temperate takes, hot takes.
1: It takes. All right, hot and tepid takes it, Normally, uh, you know, somebody's out, we'll, we, we will frequently punt, but quite a bit has been going on that we felt like we needed to talk to. Several of the, the narratives we've been talking about on the show coming to some sort of resolution. Uh, That's right. So uh, the first thing I want to talk about is the new CFP top four, the college football playoffs top four, which just came out tonight. Hot off the presses. Hot off the presses. Extra,
0: extra CFP rankings.
1: After Ohio State loses to Michigan, we have, uh, there's no Clemson, no Oklahoma, no Ohio State. Michigan came up to number two. Big jump for them. Alabama three and Cincinnati holding on at four at 12-0. Oklahoma State number five and Notre Dame at six.
0: And OSU slid to seventh. Yeah.
1: Both uh, Oklahoma State, you you know they got to be hard on Cincinnati doesn't deserve to be there.
0: Maybe, but I mean, they're the only undefeated, well, besides Georgia, they're the only undefeated team in the left, in the top ten.
1: That's true, because the UTSA Roadrunners lost this weekend to North Texas. That's
0: right. And um, So what's your hot take?
1: Alright, so here here's my hot take, and it's the same thing. Cincinnati controls their destiny. They have to beat Houston, and they're going to have that number four spot. I just don't know what Oklahoma State or Notre Dame can do to to jump them. Michigan, I you know, all see all all year long. We've been listening to Coach say Michigan is garbage. Jim Harbaugh is garbage. Their players are garbage, and he said it so many times that I I just started believing him.
0: I I think I I still believe that he's that he's garbage. Oh, but I'll let you finish your hot take. Is,
1: so here's here's my thing. I I think they are on a high from beating Ohio State. I think it reminds me that. All of these programs have elite athletes. Right? Any any program can knock off any program. If you're in the top of the Big Ten, top of the SEC, it can happen. And I think Michigan is riding high, and that they're going to beat Iowa in the Big Ten championship game.
0: I think you're right. I think Iowa hasn't. I think since they lost, they yep. haven't been quite as good. And I think Michigan will overpower them. But man, I love the idea. That of would be great. <laughs> And I guess that's my hot take. Is like it's more sure. of a what if, you know? What if Alabama, Michigan, sure. and Cincinnati lose? What happens there? Like obviously, Notre Dame, uh, you know, if Notre Dame and um, yep. Oklahoma State yep. move up,
1: um,
0: I don't know. Is there, there a Big is. Twelve championship? They're playing Baylor.
1: Do you know who? And oh, so here's okay. what's interesting, too. Does a two loss Alabama team stay in if they lose to Georgia? Or does I, I think, I think one of, I think Oklahoma, if Oklahoma State wins the Big 12, I think they're in. Notre Dame doesn't have a championship game yeah, to prove themselves. I, and they just lost their coach.
0: So what if Oklahoma State puts a, a, a shine mm-hmm. on uh, Baylor and Cincinnati ekes oh, by Houston? I don't know. What happens I don't know. There? I, See if Coach was here, he would be flailing and spitting and yelling. But
1: <laughs> yes, oh man,
0: I think I think Oklahoma State. I could see up. that happening.
1: I totally could. I, 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 like I could see them saying, you know, we we had Cincinnati up there for a couple of weeks. That's good enough.
0: I mean, I could also see you know Alabama. Let's say they lose yep. to Georgia, but it's close. Mm-hmm. They slide to four, and Oklahoma State slides up to three.
1: So we'll see after this weekend. I love I love I the tension it. of this, to be honest. Yeah, it, it's yeah, really no, good. It's Normally, great. like the I last do. couple of years, we're like, oh, it's going to be Clemson and Alabama, maybe Ohio State. Uh, I will tell you what, I, I just like, I would hate to be at four and playing Georgia in the first game.
0: I, You know, that, that Georgia-Alabama game is going to be curious because I could see it being close and Alabama wins in a weird way because they've just yep. been so gritty yep. the last few weeks. Um, But I could also see it being like 45, 14, you know, like Georgia just, just tears them up. In which case, let's say, let's say Alabama does get like blown out. Does that push them out?
1: I don't know. Georgia's defense is so good, right? Like if, if Georgia was number one and undefeated because their offense was great, I'd be like, this will be a great game between them and Alabama, but being a really strong defense. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird to talk about Saban as an underdog, but uh, I don't know. It's only six and a half point line. I think that shows like the betters aren't sure either. Um, but yeah, I think Georgia's going to win that game.
0: Well, it'll be it'll be an ex- another yep. exciting weekend college football. So yeah, let's, let's talk, talk about, about the coaches
1: because lots of stuff happened that we totally did not predict. Lincoln Riley goes to USC. Out of Oklahoma, like what's going to happen next? Nobody saw Brian Kelly being hired from Notre Dame at LSU. Did I? I mean, it doesn't even make sense to me.
0: It doesn't. Like, I don't. Have they announced like how much money he's getting?
1: He's getting nine million a year for ten years. That's
0: that's yeah. Oh yeah, that's Uh, serious money. But like, like I, I I wonder. Does he feel like he did all he can do at Notre Dame? Like this, I wonder if he's just like you know what? I got close a couple times. Yes, but. I know that Ogeron drafted some amazingly good players. Yeah. I can go down there and win yeah. a national championship in a couple. Is that, you know, what is that what he's thinking? Yeah. I won a national championship yeah. and I that's where I'm going to go to get I it. I wonder,
1: and I don't know if this is true, and I don't even know if, this is, if I'm going to be insensitive saying this, but I feel like Notre Dame's recruiting is somewhat hamstrung by some of their academic requirements. Yeah. And I don't think LSU has that same problem.
0: <laughs> no.
1: And I think that's maybe what he sees, but I, I just don't know how Brian Kelly from South Bend, Indiana is going to recruit in the South. I just, I don't know how.
0: He should keep Ed Ogeron on staff as a
1: recruit As a recruiter. That would be amazing.
0: Yeah. I I'm with you. Like, I think he's, he's probably just thinking, you know what? I'm just going to go in. I'll do five years. I'll go yep. in there. I'll get a national championship. I'll be in the hunt, you know, I'll have some fun yep. and then I'll retire.
1: Yeah. Um, Maybe. But Lincoln Riley, Maybe. I think
0: I don't know much about him, but I feel like he's going to be in the pros someday, so I think he's looking at USC as a stepping stone. But.
1: Yeah. He also got a ton of money plus 24/7 access to a private jet. What? Yeah, that's part of his deal. Also, let's just say it, all right? I don't like the dude cuz he's like the two trendiest names for kids from 2000 to 2005. <laughs> Agree. It's Lincoln and Riley, uh, but you know he could do well. I I I just never like I I never look at Oklahoma going boy they're they're being run by a genius coach. Well,
0: I'll tell you what, they didn't skip a beat um, when yeah. when Stoops left, and I think you know he's got a he's got a good thing with quarterbacks. So I think you know if yeah. he can get, and I know USC always has strong quarterbacks. So I don't know, man. I he looked sure looked happy. I did see a picture of him getting off the plane. Yeah, I mean, he had that like "let's go," but I know I'm sure the Oklahoma fans are are pretty upset because I think they thought he was going to be around for a while,
1: for a long time. Yeah, so let me ask you this: openings now at Oklahoma and Notre Dame. Is this is the part of the show where we speculate if Luke, Luke Fickle will be the next coach at one of those places?
0: I mean, it's hard. I. I it's hard not to see him at Notre Dame. I mean, he is, he could recruit really well there. And it's interesting that, you know, that's where Brian Kelly came from Cincinnati too. So I, that's right. And I know that the, you know, what his defensive coordinator, was it Marcus? I can't remember his, he was an ex-OSU guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he went to Notre Dame to be defensive coordinator. So I wonder, I know this was something that coach has predicted that he'll go to Cincinnati. Um, yeah. But um. I don't know about Oklahoma. I don't know if they've got somebody internal. Um, yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe Stoops will go back. He'll come out of retirement.
1: Could be. Or Mark Stoops could, could get the move from Kentucky there.
0: Do you think that's a – I guess that's probably a, a step up, right?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure it is, I think, particularly with Oklahoma entering the yeah. SEC but what, uh, and, and just that long Would you want to go there, so. where
0: your brother already kind of did it? I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what motivates these I coaches. To be honest with you, it did come out today because people were speculating Urban Meyer might go to Notre Dame, but he uh, he has said he does not want to leave the pros because he's doing such a good job there in <laughs> Jacksonville between losing games and <laughs> hello, he's, <laughs> he's got there. So, uh, boy, but, but I think one one of you guys said this in our text right, and this is true because we're F one fans and what'll happen is one driver in F1 will get signed by another team. And it's just this cascading effect. And it's like college coaches is our version of that.
0: I do agree. And it, and just like what we were talking about, the the UC Notre Dame connection, I think is kind of like yep. that. It's like, yep, you know, Luke, Luke Fickle in some way is, you know, he's on, uh, was it the, the Red Bull <laughs> second team? Yeah. Um, yeah. But he's been, man, he's doing great. Let's, let's slide him up to the,
1: yeah. The, the only difference is he never cut his teeth in the Mac, so he was never on Haas. Oh, man. <laughs> like, you know, Brian Kelly. Actually, Brian Kelly's Central Michigan teams were awesome, and they beat OU in a, in a championship game once. So uh, coach Coach's take, and he added it to the show sheet. I, I don't know what, what – does he think by adding his take to the show sheet he gets credit for being on the show? He does not.
0: I don't know what he it was thinking. Says, I think he was bored at the airport or something, or desperately yeah. trying to get his, his – Toe in the door for this show, but yeah, you can you can read what yep. he said.
1: Well, he says he says. uh We can, can you say it in coach voice? All right. <laughs> <laughs> hey hey guys, it's coach. <laughs> hey, I, I'm tired from teaching all day, but Brian Kelly's gonna win a, a natty champ at LSU before Ohio State does because he's slimy, but he'll win, and that's chalk. And also, baseball pants suck. Bell cow, also, bell cow
0: bell uh, cow shine on the dime
1: <laughs> yeah it's really uh it's gonna be a boat race but Kelly's gonna win he's probably he might be right I don't know yeah he picked the right show to skip because the next item here and I don't I you know I know people they watch the Ohio State game Saturday and then they're like I don't want to talk to about this until Wednesday so they wait to listen to our show oh for, of course but I, I mean really he coach has been banging the Michigan's garbage drum all year. You watch the game, what do you think happened there? Uh I mean
0: it was a perfect storm. I mean the snow, the cold um, Yeah. you know it just tightened things up in a way that I I don't think CJ Stroud was ready. Um yeah. I I still think we're the better team, but I, we just weren't the better team for that 3 hours, you know, and we couldn't you know they they uh our defense just couldn't hold their running game. I mean, that's that's really yeah. what it was.
1: Well, we've known all year our defense has been mm-hmm. sus at moments. I mean, they were sus for two quarters against Tulsa. Um, here's the thing about Michigan. Do you know how many third downs they converted in the second half of that no game? No idea. None, because they never got to third down until the victory formation. They always got a first down on yeah. first or second down. It seemed like they were and getting, just, like,
0: we would, like, we would touch the guy at the line of scrimmage, but he still somehow got five yards. It was crazy every time.
1: But, but, and I get that Stroud wasn't, I mean, they still scored 27 points. They should have won that game if the defense makes a couple of stops, but they just, they just couldn't do it.
0: No, but you know, you know, like, like my wife said, got to lose sometime. And, um, and, you know, I think Ryan
1: day, he hasn't. And she, she said that right before walking down the (laughs) aisle. (laughs) Touche. But I'm bumped in um, there all week. But no, I mean but did Ryan, Ryan Day Day's, not have them ready?
0: I think they were ready. I think I think if that game was at Ohio State, they probably would have won. Um, but I do think Ryan Day's got something to work on, right? I mean, he does he doesn't lose very often. He's never lost in that situation. I fear Michigan next year because man, yeah. that is gonna be in his craw. He is gonna be ready next year for
1: sure. Yeah. So Buckeyes, here's the other thing. I was watching, you know, watching the big noon kickoff and, and the crowd there, and then watching the crowd at, at the big house. And I was like, wow, this atmosphere feels right for a big upset.
0: It did. It was, it was a recipe for disaster. Although I got to say at the beginning of the game, when Ohio state came out of the tunnel, I was like, oh yeah. Like I felt like, <laughs> cause I was, I was worried. And then I saw them and they looked, I mean, I think they were prepared I just yeah. think Michigan was was ready. You know, I think they they finally yeah. had all you know everything the the stars aligned. I think they were prepared, and we, you know.
1: So just to break down what you're saying to me, Maestro, right, your expert analysis is Ohio State was prepared, but Michigan was ready. <laughs> With a Michigan, Michigan's <laughs> game was was, was like, better aligned. Both both teams had enough players to constantly have 11 <laughs> men on the field. You know what I'm saying? The weather, I, the weather I'll, I'll and know. the
0: the the atmosphere and yeah. their game plan were aligned more than ours.
1: Yeah. And I don't I don't care who you're playing when you're getting 6-7 yards on first and second down. That takes so much pressure off of you. for for the rest of that game that that Harbaugh didn't have a whole lot of hard calls to make. So he couldn't get in the way of his team winning. Like we like to think he does.
0: That's truth. Like I kept thinking, well, Michigan's going to shoot themselves in the foot at some point. And they never did because they didn't have to. They never got into a, like you said, a tough situation, third and long or whatever at a crucial point of the game, because they just kept just smash mouthing us.
1: Well, speaking of big losers, Cleveland Browns, Pittsburgh Steelers, rough weekend for both of them. Man, I oh, man, I don't. Know. Can either of these teams make the playoff, Maestro? It's not looking that way. I hate to say
0: it. I. What's weird is three weeks ago, the AFC North was the. I felt like the strongest division, and now it we yeah. look really bad. Like even even yeah. Baltimore, who's got a great record, they're shaky. Yep. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I think any good team. If they can figure out how to shut down, you know, Lamar from running, they're they're yep. toast because I mean their defense won't yep. won't keep them in it for four quarters. That's for sure.
1: I don't I don't know. I don't know how you get four picks and you only score ten points. I mean, it's never
0: it's never happened.
1: I get Baker's hurt. I get that he's inaccurate. I get that he tends to go for a bigger throw downfield rather than hit the wide open tight end or the wide open OBJ. Uh, but. I don't know. It's like they beat the Bengals so bad, and I'm like, okay, this is the team I was expecting all year, and then they have not shown up. I mean, I, that game against Detroit was ugly. It
0: was, and I don't know if you saw. You probably didn't see my, I, I on our Slack channel. Um, I posted something. I posted it to Ed, but I, I firmly believe that that um, with the bye week and last week, I think they should have the Browns should have just told Baker that to they said take take two yeah. weeks off. We'll we'll try and figure out a way to win win against Baltimore, but our our the game after the bye week is more important. Yeah, like, I get gotcha. like, you. You know they won with Keenum and without their two star running backs. They beat den They beat Denver, which is a yeah. solid team. Yeah, they should have tried that again with Baltimore and just rested him for two weeks. I think, I think now they're they're toast. I hate to say it, but yeah, their D played great. I mean, Brown's D is is fantastic.
1: Yeah, they, they, they are at, at times for sure. And I mean, Lamar Jackson's impossible to get yeah. to. Right? I mean, they were chasing him all over the field. Uh, but yeah, the run game just wasn't there in the way that I thought it would be. And I, I don't even know. I'm, I'm just so used to the Browns disappointing me that it just feels like this is the normal thing for November, December. Well, you can tell. I mean,
0: Baker's obviously in pain, but he's also not his vision. Like, he's not seeing the field.
1: Yes, wide open. He's not seeing wide Whereas open I think
0: players. Think Somebody like a Case Keenum, he's fresh, yeah. right? He's just going to be yeah. out there. They'll be do simple plays, but you know he'll have his one, two, three, four. You know, I don't know. It just it just seemed like a
1: mistake. And um, this okay, so now with the Steelers, Maestro, mostly what I want to talk about is Ben Roethlisberger's beard. But he's terrible. Like I know that
0: going into that last game, they said he hadn't had you know a. a a turnover, an interception in like 170 passes or whatever, but man, he just Mm -hmm. looks so bad. My hot take on the, on the Steelers right now is they bench him, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's that whole addition by subtraction. Like I love Ben. He's, he knows what he wants to do. He just can't do it anymore. He's almost like better as a coach. What sucks is their, their number two and number three quarterbacks aren't great. So who are they? It's, it's rant. What's it, Randolph. No, uh, Oh, Mason, Mason Rudolph. Rudolph, and then yeah. Dwayne Haskins is their number three, but oh, yeah. like, um, he's just not going to get like, yeah. I know they're loyal I, to the I guy. Did... He's been around a long time, yeah. and he he does know he does know what he needs to do, but it's just not happening. And, and they do have a lot of injuries on their defense too, so they're not.
1: Yeah, he's like at the Bernie Kosar diminished skills point of his career, yeah. where he he could be a great backup and veteran leader if he would accept that. Yep. So, so I would uh, say, okay. I would well, say
0: both of those teams are really, I mean, I would say, you, you know, I don't think, I don't think Cincinnati's great, but I yeah. would say that they're better than these two teams. So I yeah. think, uh, you know, looking at the, looking at yeah, division. the division is
1: theirs. Yeah. I will say this. I didn't, uh, I only saw the fourth quarter of the game cause I was driving my kid back to college. So I listened on the radio, uh, but I came back in time to see this graphic where they showed, a Steelers player sitting in a throne and like they've won the AFC North, you know, nine times and a Ravens player in a throne and they've won it six times and a Bengals guys won it four. And then they brought out a Browns player in a jester's hat and just had him dancing around while it said zero. And I was like, come on, man. Uh, but, but we really have been the jester of the AFC North since the reinstatement, since the restoration era began. All right. That's our hot and tepid takes. We got some important yeah. business to get to Maestro. We spent a lot of time there. We sure did. Uh, super medium, but I love it. Super medium. The important business now of betting with coaches, brother. Because we're betting with coaches,
0: brother. Betting with coaches,
1: brother. Okay, so we were down to being up 20 bucks on coaches, brother. After being up 50, we lost a couple wagers. Uh, last bet we had, we had Auburn, Alabama, and we bet Auburn with the points because they had 19 points. And they covered, they lost that game by like four points.
0: It was close. It went into overtime. I think it was three or four overtimes. Yeah.
1: yeah. Four overtimes. Yeah. That Alabama took to win that game. Uh, we, so we won 10 bucks. We're up 30. But here's the thing. We made that bet, and then like two days later, Coach texts, hey, isn't Bo, Bo Dixon, Bo Nixon isn't playing for Auburn, and then you guys are like, oh, shit, probably my brother knew that when he made the bet. And every time that happens, I think, are we supposed to know the players now? Because I do not. <laughs> the, I don't even know who the hell is Bo Nixon. Is he a running back? Know, is he a wide receiver? I have no idea. Coach's text was like, eh, the world's over. We're going to lose it. So we, Auburn covered 19 points. Way to Auburn should have won that game. Alabama did yep. not look good. Is that called the Iron Bowl when those two? Yeah. It
0: is. Yep. The Iron Bowl. Yep. I gotcha. Uh,
1: so War Eagle does not uh, does not come through, but it does cover, and that's what's important to us. Bradda sent us a game today on text. Yep. Alabama, Georgia. You knew he was going there. Yep. 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 Alabama has six and a half points. I say, Maestro, let's talk about it and make a decision right now. What do All you right. think?
0: Where is the game in Georgia? Is it a neutral
1: location? Do you know? I, it's. I think it's in Atlanta, but yes, allegedly I th- neutral.
0: I got to be honest. I think Georgia is going to win big. So even with even with Bama getting that six and a half points, I know this is not. We got to think about this is not Alabama of the last five or six years. This is a different team. It's a young team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're not a a, a score, a scoring team right now yeah I think Georgia is looking to to really they've they've gotten beat by Alabama so many times I think they're looking to destroy so I think this could be a game that Georgia wins like by. they
1: they have vengeance on yeah their mind. I
0: think that they're looking to make a statement they're saying yeah. that there's a new there's a new governor in town all
1: right uh, I was gonna say I like Bama way better with ten points than six and a half you know Alabama ought to hire. Forrest Gump for their special teams coach That would be hilarious <laughs> That would be hilarious. You know what I,
0: uh, okay. I will say I mean if this was like a bowl Game I would say Nick Saban's gonna Be ready he's gonna have a game plan but He's yeah. he's fighting it Every week I don't think he's gonna have Unless he's been planning for this for a while
1: but Here's the, here's the thing like Georgia loses They're still in
0: yeah but they're not Gonna want to lose this game
1: yeah I know What you're saying uh, I, I agree with you I Say let's go with Georgia what do you think ten bucks I don't know. Do you want to go 20? We got 30. Let's go 15. All right. I like that. We'll meet in the middle. Okay. So I'm going to, we'll text, uh, we'll text coaches, Bretta. We're taking Georgia minus six and a half for 15 bones.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Strong. Nice. Now, you want to, you want to play us out? Are we just going to go right into the next one? A
0: couple chords. Is this a ukulele?
1: All right, and I'm also going to throw in there that he has to answer his soapbox derby question if we win. Oh, we're going
0: to win. You can take that to the bank.
1: Oh, yeah, we're going to win. Uh, Right now, what we're going to do, though, is give you something of value. The reason you – Locks of the week. Locks of the week. week. Once again, we are doing four locks each week between now and the Super Bowl. And uh, we don't have a guest picker this week because we had two guest pickers last week. We'll get to that in scoreboard update. But here are the games. So we had the same four or five wagers to make. They are Houston, number 24 Houston, taking on Cincinnati in the, uh, what's it called, the All-American Conference title game? Something like that. Conference USA? It used to be Conference Uh, USA, Conference USA is a different conference. I don't know. It's got like Western Kentucky in it. This is the American Athletic Conference is what it's called. Cincinnati, 10.5 point favorites there. I put this one on there for you, Maestro Pitt. Not having a bad season at all.
0: No, they're 10-2. and two. They're 15 now
1: in the uh, CFP. Yeah. Minus three against Wake Forest. Is that the ACC championship game? Is that what that is? You betcha. Georgia, Alabama, we're doing the over under, which is 50 points on that. And then in the NFL, uh, what I think is really a preview of possibly the AFC oh, championship game. It's a great game. I hope it's snowing. New England Patriots at Buffalo. Uh, Patriots are mine, or it's actually Bills minus three or yep. the over under of 44 points. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and let you give me all four of your picks, Maestro. <gasps> all four? Yeah.
0: All right, let's go. Um, I, here's the thing. I really, I I love USC and, or UC, and I'm really pulling for them, but I, I also need to make up points and I know coach is going to pick UC. So I'm going to take Houston. I think, I think it's going to be a close game. Um, I'm, I hope UC wins, but I'm going to, I'm going to take
1: Houston. It's probably the biggest challenge UC's had since they played Notre Dame.
0: Yeah. And I think it's, it's going to be challenging, not even because it's Houston, but because it's it's such a big game for them to keep their spot, yeah. and I think they're going to be nervous yeah. and sort of tight. So I toit. think it could get ugly um, for them, and hopefully
1: they pull through. To be clear, they're going to be toy They're going to be tight, not toit. <laughs> That's <'Cause> right. Because <laughs> toit is good. Tight is not good. Um, I'm going to take Pitt. I know that uh,
0: coach will take Wake Forest, and I think Wake Forest they they score a lot of points. They've got an explosive offense, but I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay with Pitt. Wake just, Forest, just
1: because of, this is another college I want to put in my conference, a weird name college. What? Yeah. What is it? What is even of it? Wh- Where's the forest and why is it so woke? I
0: don't know. It's a good college too. It's a really where, good- It's in the uh, South university. somewhere, right? It's in the Carolin- Carolinas, I think. Yeah. I'd go there. All right. If I had to do it all over again. Uh, so Georgia, Alabama, I'm going to go under. I think it's going to be- Well. Coach is taking the over, so I'm going to take the under. I think it'll be really close right. to 50, though. It could be 40. I'm going to say 42 zip. Nice. Ooh, I like that. Oh, that would be great. Um, I'm going to take the Patriots because I've mentioned this on shows recently. Um, Wait, are you
1: taking them I, plus three or doing the over/under?
0: Uh, I'm going to take. I'm going to take the uh, against the spread. Okay. So they'll get the plus three. Um, I think Patriots are really good. I think uh, Belichick. Has been keeping an eye on Buffalo, and I think he's going to know how to beat them.
1: All right, that's my locks. Nice locks there. Uh, Coach did text in his locks. He did take Cincinnati, Wake Forest. He took the over fifty points in Georgia, Alabama, and he took the Pats plus three. BMOC coming in. I'm going with the Bearcats to cover. That one was tough too. I just
0: it's tough. It's a good. Yeah. It's a good line. It's it makes you think. But I'm going
1: to also go with the Pitt Panthers. Uh, I think the, the spirit of Tony Dorsett will power them to a win there over Wake Forest. Know. Georgia, Alabama, I'm going to take the under. But Pats at Bills, I'm going to take the over. Go over, all right. All right. So those uh, – I mean, that could be a cold game in Buffalo. You're going to go over? That could That could be 13 13- – I know, but it just looked weird when I wrote under, under, because it made me want to go underpants, (laughs) underpants, under, under, underpants. I got you. So, yeah, I think it's an ASP thing. Uh, So, so those are our locks of the week. Go ahead. Take out some money. Put that down. Uh, And what we do is we keep track of how well we've done with blocks of the Week, so you can quantitatively assess how smart we are about sports. And we we update you every episode in a segment we call... That's right. Last week, one of my favorite weeks in score uh, in locks of the week, uh, we had a bunch of rivalry games that you could choose from. We had Ole Miss versus Mississippi State. Mississippi State was one and a half point favorites. They lost 31 to 21. Oklahoma, Oak State. Oak State was a four point favorite. They won by four. So that's a push. push! Washington, Washington State. Now, Washington State, one and a half point favorites. They lost badly. to Of course, the Buckeyes and Michigan Michigan not only covered, but they beat us badly. Virginia, Virginia Tech on there. Hot Tech was seven and a half point favorites, but Virginia covered uh, although they lost the game 29-24. And in the uh, Maxion battle of the week, Eastern Michigan took on Central Michigan. Central Michigan, the Chippewas eight and a half point favorites, and they won 31-10.
0: So... So I got a question for you, BMOC. Yeah, I gotcha. So... OSU, Michigan, the granddaddy of them all. Uh Big game. Uh Are there people in Michigan going, fuck that game? I'm watching Eastern Michigan, Central Michigan. That's the game I care about.
1: You mean people that aren't like parents of the players on those teams? (laughs) I guess. I don't know. There's probably like four.
0: (laughs) I think that game was earlier in the week, too. Wasn't it on like a Thursday or Friday?
1: OSU, Michigan's tough. Like if, if. If Ohio U is playing for the MAC championship at the same time as OSU Michigan, I'd watch the MAC championship game because I want to see my team win, team win that. But other than that, I don't know. I don't know what I would I watch know.
0: unless yeah, of- unless you got a kid that's a, yep. a cheerleader or in the marching band or on the team. I mean, mm-hmm. everybody's watching that. The granddaddy.
1: Yeah. That's right. And then we also had a bonus. This was plus two extra points if you could pick an upset. BMOC went for UNC over NC state. Uh, it was a four point underdog. Uh, they lost by four. So that was a push, but coach got the plus two on Hawaii. Uh, they were what? 38 to 14. Games I got a problem with
0: that pick, by the way,
1: was that What's really,
0: were they really an underdog in that game? Hawaii? What was the, what was the,
1: the, the spread? I, I don't remember the spread. I don't either. That guy, but that guy, there's, there's like no way I'm going back to listen to the like, episode. <laughs> like when
0: I when I came up with that bonus pick pick 'em, it was like pick a rivalry game. Yeah. You know, where the, the, the other team is, you know, like a Georgia Tech versus Georgia. You knew that, that that's a big rivalry game that you knew, Georgia. Like but Hawaii
1: Wyoming, that's not even a rivalry game. I'm gonna kick Fuck it. Fuck yeah. And people in Wyoming, they grow up and they're like, We fucking hate Hawaii. How could you even hate Hawaii? <laughs> It makes no sense to me. Freaking so, coach. Sus. He's just like, oh, it I sus. was going to win. All right. Uh, Oregon, Oregon State, Maestro, you thought uh, Oregon State might pull it that up. It was close, safe. man. Oregon State was up, too, for a little while. Damn yep. it. Uh, and then our guest pickers, we had uh, Max Green, who, uh, who is still the guest on our highest-rated show of all time, former Northern Kentucky Norseman. He thought Nebraska was going to pull the upset. Oh. They did not.
0: Uh, they were so. We had a,
1: they had a great yeah. game. Oh my gosh! We had a late guest pick that came in. It wasn't in in time to be on the show, and that's JOC John O'Connor, uh, one of Coach's posse peeps from from Mansfield. And uh, I know JOC. I've hung out with him several times. Good guy. Love him a lot. He picked Michigan, and he got the plus two there. Son of a bitch! Son of a bitch! And by the way, Maestro, uh, your slates on these picks have been amazing over on Instagram. Oh yeah, yeah. Master puts them up with logos and everything. It just
0: looks awesome. That's good. I, I, I had a, I needed a reference. I needed to, like, I couldn't keep track of all these. So I'm like, I'm just going to make a graphic.
1: That was awesome.
0: Did yeah. you? So far, I, I I do have something that I wanted you to, to uh, check out. Did you take a close look
1: at my rivalry week slate? I did. I, I looked at it, but I didn't take a close look at it. You need to take
0: a close look at it, and then let me know what you think.
1: Okay. Should I do that right now?
0: Do it now. Yeah, that would be great. Especially since Coach isn't here. I put like a little uh, Easter egg in there and nobody noticed because they don't look at the slates. But that's okay. You know, I, I'm very busy running the TikTok. I know. You're you're busy running running the show, paying college tuitions and all that good stuff. All right. I'm pulling it up
1: right now. Pull it up. Live. Okay, we got C... Oh a coach sucks oh <laughs> that is amazing <laughs>
0: Yes. oh man. let's
1: let's let's put let's let. <laughs> that's amazing so it's a checkerboard pattern, and you don't really notice that you you've snuck these letters in there but but here here's what I don't get. Coach actually saw this and commented, let's go Bama oh, that might be coach's brother actually that,
0: yeah that was that
1: was, that was Bretta. okay it wasn't coach, so yeah, so check that out that was great job there. Particularly since this is the Coach Fox episode. (laughs) Good times. I'm looking at all the hashtags, too, and I'm like, why don't we do a Shang-Chi hashtag on the last show? But that was from Ransom Corrections. That's right. Here's how we did it uh, last week. Uh, BMOC is showing up solid with plus zero on his main four picks and plus zero on his – Oh. Yeah, it's going to be tough for me to come back, but I'll do it. Coach uh, plus two on his picks and plus two for the bonus, so he got four points. Ties him for the lead for the week. Maestro, you are plus two, but no bonus. Max Green, plus two, no bonus. JOC, tying coach, the Mansfield Posse, plus two and plus two. Oh, those sons of bitches. So here's where we are on the year. Are you ready for this? Coach, still in first place, 37 to 51. That's 72.45%. Maestro hot on his heels, 28 of 51 BMOC, still hanging out at 22. If I cannot break 22 and our guests now 34 or 55. So our guests a little bit ahead of us, but we have no guests for ne- this coming week. So they'll be there as well. Maestro, you've got to catch the guests and coach.
0: That's why I, that's why I kind of went opposite coach this week because I, I got to make up ground. I can't just keep picking the same teams. So. That's a good call. We'll see. And then I,
1: I forgot to mention that we do have a plus two bonus going on this week in our locks of the week. And since we have no guests, we decided to do about F1 since we're the only three people that like to talk about it. So coach has uh, Charles Leclerc. I've got Carlos Sainz. And Maestro, you you got Lando Norris. Yep. I'll That's stick with right. him. And so it's a plus two if your driver is in the top five at the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix this Sunday. Uh, or if he's driver of the day, or if he has fastest lap.
0: Yeah, I got to say, I feel like for a while there, McLaren was a smidge ahead of the Ferrari cars, but now I feel like the Ferrari cars are I don't right know there. what's happened to McLaren. Pretty they,
1: they, I think you're absolutely yeah. right. They had pace, and, and all of a sudden, they've lost it. I don't know. Did Ferrari get better, or did they get worse? That's what I want to know.
0: Well, everybody changed their en- engines there yeah. mid-season, and I feel like Ferrari's... I think, since that time, have been stronger. So they've been like... I swear to God, they've been four yeah. and five every yeah. race. So they've pretty much wedged out. And, you know, Ricardo's all over yeah. the place. Like, sometimes he'll have a great race, sometimes yep. he won't finish. So he hasn't been helping Lando at all.
1: I will say, like, but, when they oh, change um, their engines, it's it's like $2 million. <laughs> I know, it's crazy. You know, and I feel like poor Gunther at Haas is like, a, we're not going to actually change the engine. That's my... That's my budget for the whole year. <laughs> so we'll see if that works out. Uh, but those are our standings. Coach in a strong position here, and again, our season runs Super Bowl to Super Bowl. So hopefully, we'll be finishing up a hundred picks right around the Super Bowl. That
0: and I gotta say, I gotta say, one of these weeks we're gonna have to just give a little bit to uh, the EPL. I mean, we've been we're what uh, ten games yeah. in now, and we haven't really talked yep. about it. And uh, can
1: I can I be honest, Maestro? <laughs> Be honest. I uh if if my and I I love the Tottenham Hotspurs, if they're playing at the same time as an F one race, I'm watching the race. I know
0: you you're all in on F one, I love it.
1: I really enjoy it. It's on at like nine in the morning, so so I have the T V and no one's really bothering me. And uh But the EPL's on at the same time, I usually. Know, I know, but like there's so much drama in the F one if you know the stories.
0: And you love the tires with a Y.
1: I love the tires with a why uh, yeah so I I've been thinking about it because Tottenham played at like 11 a.m last week and I could have gone to the local Tottenham Hotspur meetup and gotten a cool scarf and everything they, and I didn't they seem
0: to be playing better since they have the new coach that yeah. seems like that sparked them so they're they're hanging in there they are
1: uh, is there a new coach Frankie Hajuk? I thought it was you it would be awesome. Yeah, Uh, I've been a terrible coach for them. So, anyway, that's our scoreboard update. And we usually have a segment where we get stuff off our chest. We call it uh, rants and corrections. And also recommendations if we want to recommend something. But we chatted before the show, and uh, neither of us have anything we want to recommend or rant about or get off our chest. So, we're going to go straight into bringing it back for another week. Final 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 thoughts. thoughts. We did that final in unison. Thoughts. Final thoughts. And uh, Maestro, before the show, is like, I don't have a final thought yet. I'll think of one. And that made me realize I also don't have a final <laughs> thought yet. So I'm going to let Maestro go first.
0: My, mine is off the cuff because I didn't really come prepared, but it's something that I've been thinking about. Um, and it's it's sentimental, I guess. It's not really sports related. But I'm just going to say I'm putting it out there to all of us all of us here on the show and all of us out there listening, but um, it's been a rough couple years and now we've got a new variant that I think is going to depress folks. And so what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is just, just go all in on Christmas, you know, decorate, you know, decorate the house, put that up, that second little tree, put it somewhere, find a spot for it, wrap garland around shit. You know, let's just get all in. Let's just cozy up. Let's get the eggnog out let's let's put all our Christmas lights everywhere all, all over the place and have some fun and try to make the best of it that's my final thought we uh, you know Christmas for me I gotta say since my boys have grown up and you know the Santa stuff isn't quite as as popular has been a bummer but I I've been trying to tell myself let's just go all in let's just be gaudy we'll be uh, you know I, Just think about all our grandmas that used to decorate and put garland everywhere. Let's just do it. Let's just feel it. Live it up because it's going to be a long, cold winter, especially with this new variant. So let's just have fun. That's my final thought.
1: I love it. Eat, drink, and be merry for tomorrow we surely die. (laughs) Hopefully not that, but... That's a, that's an actual, that's a phrase. It's a, it's a saying, it's a saying. Uh, I agree with that too, Maestro. And I'll tell you what, I don't know what's going on with Christmas here in the BMOC household, but like we are, we were live tree people and the kids take turns picking out the tree Mm -hmm. and uh, they're home over Thanksgiving. We don't don't want to go do that anymore. And I went and bought a pre-lit fake tree.
0: You know what's really interesting about real- Do you know how
1: much stress that's taken out of my life though? (sighs)
0: I know. Did you get the fucking get lights?
1: One? I fucking hate lights. It, it, it's it's uh, seven and a half. It fits right in our spot. But nice. the thing is, you just plug it in and it works. Yeah. And like, like, like the they, the kids make fun of me. Like I always end up swearing and screaming at kids when I'm trying to get the lights to work. And then I try to put some lights outside. You saw what happened. I did. I did. I did. plugged I, it in and like three quarters of the strand is lit, and then it just goes dark. And my wife she's accused me of being perfectionist. I'm like, go look at our lights. Who would even? This is embarrassing. What I've done.
0: I mean, I've been there. You you test the lights out first, and then you put them out on the tree, and then they don't work. Yeah, it drives me yep.
1: crazy. I'm gonna, I'm actually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a picture of my lights and and I'll send it to you. You can use it for the slate. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> I still and have so, that
0: video of you drinking Jenny cream ale while
1: Madison's yeah. was putting, putting up the lights. Oh, that that video is We should put. That, I'll put that on the TikToks That's too. That's one of my favorites. Oh yeah. But like then I went, my I went to Home Depot to get lights to fill that quarter of unlit garland, and then I bought like bright white lights, and it. Oh, turns out it I fit. need warm light. Yeah, and I'm just like F- this.
0: You got to just rise above, or or just just roll with it, right? I do.
1: I got to roll with it. I I don't roll. Yeah, as I get older, it's harder to roll with things. Is what I've noticed.
0: I've noticed all that right. every year, like I used to be all in on you know decorating outside, and now mm-hmm. like my whole neighborhood's done except for our na- our house.
1: Oh, <laughs> we man. are like
0: behind. And, and Lincoln's giving me a hard time. He's like, dad, we got to do
1: this. Gotta- What's going on, dad? What's going on? What's going on? I'm all in now, though. I'm going to do it. All right, my final thought is I'm going to share a joke that I read on the internet. I don't know if it's true, but I thought it was really funny. You ready for this? Let's do it. This might have happened. Might not have happened. But apparently someone recently asked Michael Jordan if he thought his Bulls teams could beat the current Lakers team. Do you know this, joke? No. It was a reporter asked him this, and and Jordan said, yeah, we could beat them. Reporter said, by how many? Jordan thinks about it. He says, uh, two or three points probably. And the reporter's like, huh, that's a close game. Why do you think it'd be so close? And he says, well, most of us are in our 60s now. (laughs) Oh, and so if he did say it, that's a total baller move. And That's why I like Michael Jordan, even though, as the last stance shows, he is objectively a terrible, terrible person.
0: And he's ultra-competitive too, right?
1: He is ultra-competitive. But I would love to see the old-school Bulls playing the current Lakers in, in, a, in a nice little three-on-three three game or something. I think, they, I think they'd have a shot. I got to tell you, like people really hate LeBron. And I I don't get it
0: because I mean I know that like okay he's got this media persona right that he's mm-hmm. producing movies and shows and he's got a yep. Twitter handle and stuff but everything I've ever heard about LeBron off the court as a person Yeah. He's a pretty likable guy. Right? Yeah. And but people like if you ever go on Twitter and just look at the comments it is pure pure venom and vitriol yeah. for that guy and I don't get it like Yeah. What is I mean what has he done that's
1: pissed off people yeah. so much? I mean, I think that there's some there's something to be said for this idea that he doesn't get called for fouls in the way that other players do. I think there's probably something there. And I think that's the big problem in any organization, right? When someone's getting special treatment, that's what creates toxicity. Yeah, you're but, probably right. But I think about LeBron, and I don't even care about his shows or anything. This dude started a school in his hometown of Akron. And says to every kid that comes there that if you work hard and you graduate with this grade point, we will pay for four years of college for you at the University of Akron. And that is, that's going to be his legacy. I mean, that's, there's going to be amazing things that come out of that. And, you know, it's what do you do with all this money and this platform you have? I don't see anyone else doing that.
0: Nope.
1: Yeah. So, I like LeBron. Like, uh, people, like, I used to work for Microsoft and I had so many people say, hey, I fucking hate Bill Gates. And I'm like, yeah, but, you know, he did eradicate polio. Fuck yeah, he did. Yeah, fuck yeah, he did. All right, those are final thoughts. Holy cow, Meister. I hope you, I hope you have a Fine. big upper to play us out for. I don't. I have. It's like metal. All right, that'll be great because there being no other sports fit to be discussed in a medium sort of way until Wednesday next. And on behalf of the Meister, Brian Hake, and the absent coach, basketball legend Matt Longley, and Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying, good times, everybody. Noise Sports Wednesday is produced by Blue Monkey Communications and features basketball legend Matt Longley, the maestro Brian Hake, and me, Pete Brown. Some music and sound effects from today's show came from the websites audionautics.com and freesound.org. Visit sportswednesday.com for complete attribution.